Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It is 6.07 on a Saturday morning. We are broadcasting live from the Pike Nursery in West Cobb, a far piece from where I live. But that is uh, Mickey Gasway. Now I know how far you have to drive to come to my neighborhood to Toco Hill and see my Pike Nursery. But we're going to be broadcasting here this morning from the West Cobb Pike Nursery. You can come visit us this morning. We'll be here till 9 o'clock. The broadcast today will only go through 8 o'clock because it takes, of course, four hours to get started, to get ready, to get pumped up for the University of Georgia Bulldogs against Georgia Tech this afternoon at 12 noon. So the pregame show begins at 8 o'clock with Lawn and Garden, West Cobb, Marietta, uh, store will be broadcasting here until 8 o'clock, and then I'll stick around until 9, answering garden questions if you care to have any. And don't forget, if you come, you get all sorts of deals. One, you get to register for a Christmas decor kit, which includes a 7-foot Fraser fir Christmas tree, fresh as the day it was cut, which is just a couple of days ago. A 24-inch mixed wreath, two 6.5-inch poinsettias. You can register to win those while you're here this morning. We have a giveaway to Chateau Elan, a one-night stay, couple stay. Ooh, it's nice at Chateau Elan. So you can come by and see that. Only people, by the way, who come in this morning will be able to register for the Chateau Elan um, trip. We have other giveaways that we'll give away as we get around to do it. The weekend prize back, of course, and the inimitable company of Miss Mickey Gasaway, who's here this morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? You forgot the big game this afternoon. And there is, of course, a yeah. big game with some people that start with, I don't know what, A in Alabama. Yeah. Two A's. Two, two A's this afternoon. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the Alabama game starts at 330, 12, I think. 3.30, so middle yeah. afternoon. Mickey's all worked up already about that. Yeah. Um, We'll get worked up about the University of Georgia Bulldogs at noon here on your home of the dogs, News Talk WSB. Our phone number, 404-872-0750, 404-872-0750. Or you can tweet me if you have a Twitter account. You can Twitter, send me a Twitter message, Twitter question um, by going to uh, Twitter if you have a Twitter account and just hashtag AskWalter. So if you have a Twitter question, you can ask there. Ashley Frask will read them off of Twitter, and you can find your question, or we'll answer your question on the air as well. We give the number, 404-872-0750. And, Mickey, this morning at 9 o'clock, you're going to be teaching the Williamsburg Wreath class? That's right. We're doing one today, and then we're doing one again on Wednesday. So for people who are not quite sure what a Williamsburg wreath is. Um, Some people call them Delarovia wreaths. They're uh, live wreaths with real fruit and nuts and magnolia leaves and Mm -hmm. whatever else you really want to put on them. Um, We provide all the basics and then you um, bring whatever else you want to put on there. So if you provide, you got to register for it. So you You've got to register ahead okay. of time. That's right. And some of the stores are not, I don't think all the, um, the classes are filled. The one here today is already filled, but you're welcome to come and look, and, and maybe you'll want to register for the one on Wednesday. Yeah, that's right. You're going to have another one on Wednesday, right? That's right. Cool thing. So that's things right. are provided. All the materials for the Williamsburg Wreath class today, 9 o'clock. 
and call your local Pike Nursery to find out whether or not that class is full for today and whether they're doing another one later on in the week. But if you're interested in learning how to make a natural, great-looking wreath, I mean, this is Yeah, if you've been up. to Williamsburg, yeah. you know how beautiful they are. I'm just a Williamsburg freak, and I, learned, I took a class there. 20 odd years ago wow. and that's how i started doing it and, and did you pass it on to the other nurseries yeah, or did yeah. everybody we did it here first it, the well, mickey gasaway williamsburg oh, yeah, wreath class right. will be offered at all bike locations yeah. around the city today it's well, fun i feel it's pretty fun. honored to be sitting there well i'm so you. glad i'm so glad you are well, even though i'm <laughs> not sure i've ever done a williamsburg wreath i'm sure one day you i will and i will to. enjoy it and it'll be just fine i'm sure you would it's 12 minutes past the hour at News Talk WSB. We go to the phones, first of all, with our friend from Griffin, Georgia. Hey, Nicole, good morning. Mr. Reeve. Miss Nicole, good morning. How are you? Hey, Nicole, how are you? I was wondering, uh, once you're done with this reef, how much does it weight? Yeah. Oh, it weighs probably 10 well, maybe not 10 pounds, 7 or 8 pounds. And then the you can... oranges and the fruit. When, when you're it's done a, with it, you can eat it? <laughs> well, I guess you could. I guess you could. Usually, I put it out and let the squirrels eat it when I get through. You can so. smear it with peanut butter and let the birds eat it. Yeah, you can put some bird true. feed. You got lots of bird seed here at Pike, and you can uh, smear it with peanut that's butter a and bird very seed. Good idea. Let them. Well, yeah. We'll do. We'll do a class on that in January. <laughs> oh, well, that's right. All right. We're going to name it Walter Reeves Bird Seed Williamsburg Reef. Yeah. Yeah. Talking so, about sure, eight or nine pounds, if you've got a good sturdy door, you nail it up, and there it is, and the squirrels come to your house, and then they say, well, it's nice around Nicole's house. Let's go up and see what's in the attic, and they go up in the attic, and then you're oh, mad. and stop then, it. No. I'm just saying. No. Squirrels. I've never had a squirrel on my, my Williamsburg wreath rest. I've heard people say they have, but I've never had one well, yet. Man. But, what about woodpeckers? Do you think birds would come and peck on the orange? Eat? Well, the orange. I mean, the, I, I see over here your birding supplies. It says orange and fruit feeder that you can put outside, put your apples and your oranges on it so the birds will come yeah, and be maybe fed. Maybe the mockingbirds or something. Yeah, I think they're gone. Yeah, well, yeah. All right, know. a pool of, of, we don't know about that right here. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Nicole, let's I continue. Trying. <laughs> let's continue our conversation, Nicole. <laughs> well, did you I have had... a good Thanksgiving, Nicole? I did, I did. I was working, and I came, it was 5 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my oh, goodness. Man. I was half dead the next day. <laughs> I bet you were. Uh, I was in the traffic. It was a trip from hell. Yeah. So because you were to ask about acres this morning, Nicole. I want to talk to you about that. Say, say that again? I said you wanted to talk about acorns this morning? Yes. I went to, uh, you know, I go and feed some uh, uh, some animals at uh, 4 in the morning this morning, and there was acorn heaven. I went by on my car. I mean, there were so many. Is that uh, me, or there's more this year? And they well, don't buy that you on is an interesting question. When I got up this morning, I read my emails that had come in over yesterday afternoon and night, and there was an email from a woman saying, Mr. Reeves, I have no acorns this year. My just, trees are just bare. Is there something going on that we don't have any acorns this year? And I'm going to say to her what I'm going to say to you, that the crop on nut trees is, is extremely variable, whether it's a pecan or an acorn or a hickory or anything else, because it takes a lot of energy to make those nuts. And some trees, when they have a big crop, the next year they won't have any. 
and it's not necessarily synchronized around the, 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 the city. So some people, like you, Nicole, have acorns, acorns, acorns. My friends around my neighborhood, we have acorns, acorns, acorns. And the woman who emailed me overnight, she didn't have any acorns. Well, doesn't it depend on the kind of oak, too? Yeah, probably so. Because some of the oaks only do. I can't remember if it's the white oaks or the red oaks. One mm -hmm. of them only does it every other year. But would, the acorns only take one year uh -huh, to germinate. Uh-huh. So we don't know, but it's called, you know, when the deer enjoy the acorns, it's called a, a heavy mast year, M-A-S-T, heavy mast year, um, because the, the deer and, I guess, squirrels and other uh, burrowing creatures, they fatten up on the acorns and eat them, and the hunters, of course, go out for the deer, and they like heavy mast years so they can tell where the, where the deer are going to be because they'll be under the oak trees eating acorns. And they plant three at the same time, isn't it? Well, you mean the hunters the plant squirrel? trees or the acorns plant the tree? The squirrel. Plant. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the squirrels plant trees where you don't want them to be. I don't know who planted the pecan tree out in the middle of my rose rose area, but there's a pecan tree right in the middle, and there's enough rose thorns around it that they don't have a pruner long enough to get in there and cut the pecan tree down. So somebody's got to help me. Somebody's got to pull my roses back so I can get in and cut the pecan down because I do not want to get in there and get stuck trying to get that dumb tree out of there that some, I guess, squirrel put in there. That's my guess. Anyway. Talking about drought, Mr. Reeve, uh, I read in the paper, I don't know if you can believe anything now. Uh, in, in <laughs> of course you can, because my column comes out on Thursday, and that's one of the few <laughs> true things of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, but go ahead. It, it might last until March of 2017. I'm just disappointed. We need to be really careful with water. Yes, indeed we do. And one reminder again, we're in odd, even watering rules right now. The even number of people water on Wednesdays and Saturdays, and the odd number of people uh, addresses water on Thursdays and Sundays. So keep that in mind, everybody. The watering is imperative that we conserve water right now, even though Kirk and Brad and everybody says it's going to rain maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday of this coming week. We cross our fingers and hope they're right. But we can water, if you have something new, you can water yeah, true. Um, every, uh, for 30 days. And you can also water hand water. As long as you've got a, a cutoff valve on there, you can hand water. We always have to keep that in mind, that newly planted things can be watered at will, anytime, doesn't matter. Come to Pike, buy your plants, water them 30 days. It's going to rain in 30 days. <laughs> We're right. pretty darn sure about that. Nicole, it is wonderful talking to you. We will see you next Saturday. Is that all right? Enjoy your day, Mr. Reeve and Mickey. Bye. We will see you soon. 404-872-0750 is the number on Lawn and Garden. We'll be back right after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. And a quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Bottom line, highest today in the, well, 60, mid-60s, we're going to call it. Sunny winds, a little bit of wind going on, 10 or 15 miles an hour. Lows dropping down to the mid-30s like they are right now. It's around 38 degrees outside of News Talk WSB. 38 degrees at the West Cobb Pike Nursery. We're broadcasting live here this morning. And the man of our dreams just walked in the door. The guy from Chick-fil-A with the big old Chick-fil-A biscuits in his thing, and everybody's happy, and nobody's listening yeah. to me right now. Our number is 404-872-0750, and Cindy in Atlanta joins us. Hey, Cindy, good morning. 
Hey, good morning. Y'all are talking about reeds. Yes. Do you water them, and how often? Gaz away? Um, I don't water them. Uh, you can if you want to before you put them up. Uh, usually I put mine outside. They last longer outside. It's usually enough humidity in the air that they don't need to be watered. They'll last from now till Christmas unless it gets super hot, but it's supposed to cool down, so they should be fine. So if it gets hot, the oranges, I would imagine. Yeah, and then you little... can just un undo them and put another one on yeah, there. It's the magnolia and the, the, magnolia and the, the greenery is fine. Yeah. yeah. Does Pike have uh, videos? Why don't event? we have a video? No, we don't. Well, then no, we couldn't we don't. charge $30 for you to come in and do it by yourself. <laughs> but you can, you can come like to Pikes. You can come today or Wednesday and watch, oh, even if you didn't want to put yep. one together. Where would yeah, y'all have like a schedule of what you do? Online. PikeNurseries.com. PikeNurseries.com. And mm -hmm. Cindy, right, close well, to you, you've got... Show, uh, I've got to go, but y'all are great. Y'all really well, are great. You've got the Pike Nursery over at Lindbergh. You've got the Pike Nursery at Toco Hill if you're in Atlanta. And those are two close stores, yeah. and they would be happy to see you there. Sounds we'll see, great. We'll see you soon, Cindy. Thank All you. right. Bye now. 404-872-0750 gets you in to take Cindy's place. We'll be talking about what to fertilize pansies with in the next half hour. So, Mickey, one of the things we just haven't mentioned at all is how pretty Pike Nursery, all the Pike Nursery locations are right now. They're covered, just covered in poinsettias with Christmas trees outside. They smell. Smell so good. Oh, just yeah. like Christmas outside. I love coming into Pike in the holidays because I guess in the spring you get a little bit of daffy, you get a little bit of hyacinth, right. maybe smell them, but in the Christmas time right now is when it smells my favorite smell I think is, is the pike nursery at Christmas too. time because it really too. smell good the trees are up and one of the great advantages of pike is the trees are cut so freshly these trees were cut what a week ago yeah and they're days? they're all kept in water that's yeah. the other thing and that really keeps them fresh so it makes a lot of difference not a place where they wrap them up in netting and you never get to see them except five minutes after they take them out of the netting and you don't know if they're going to be lopsided on one side or the <laughs> other you don't know if they were cut in Oregon or North Carolina or Washington State <laughs> You have no idea. Pike Nursery, fresh trees, last a long time, kept in water, held upright so you can see what they are and see how big they are and what they'll do to fit into your decor in your home. And lots of different kinds. Right now at 627 at News Talk WSB, we'll be back to more Lawn and Garden right after news. Festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It is 6.35 on the set. Do I get a hand or anything? Let's have a little, let's have it. Thank you. A little enthusiasm. Bring my spirits up. It's Christmas season after all. We're broadcasting live this morning from the Pike Nursery in West Cobb out on Barrett Parkway, 3431 Barrett Parkway. And we are here at your pleasure both to answer questions in person. You can also call us if you want, 404-872-0750. You get to hear the inimitable voice of Miss Mickey Gasway, who's with us this morning. This is her store, 
If you yes. come here, Mickey Gasway is pretty much in charge of everything oh, yeah. behind the scenes. <laughs> and, uh, in my dreams. Don't tell the store manager about <laughs> no. that. But it is a gorgeous store. There are Christmas trees all around. The poinsettia is all around. And you get to register for many, many, many prizes that you can register for here. You have the Christmas decor package, the big Christmas tree, plus poinsettias, plus wreath that you can register for here this morning while you're here watching the show. You can register for a Chateau Elan night, and that is a fancy place to go, a wonderful place to go, and get your questions and design questions. If you have pictures of your yard that you want to know what to do, what to plant, what's a good thing to do in your yard and landscape that's another reason to come to one of our live broadcasts and did i mention chick-fil-a no i did not but chick-fil-a is here as well 404-872-0750 is the number on lawn and garden and first in line is john in atlanta john join us on lawn and garden hey john Hello. hey john how you doing we're doing well yeah. how can we help yes i need some fertilizer to fertilize pansies and what type would you use you know uh, mickey and i have a very specific recommendation for pansies because one of the things about pansies john and and all the cool season type things like the cabbage and kale and snapdragons i guess too that you plant in the cool part of the year when the soil gets cold many times the fertilizers you normally use during the summertime don't work well on those plants they can't absorb them all that well and so mickey what do you say when people ask about pansy fertilizing i either say use the pansy food which that's easy and that has it in there or use something with a high nitrate nitrogen um the osmocote with the pink lid has a higher nitrate than yeah. the others, I believe, or it did. And um, so that's available at lower temperatures than the ammoniac nitrogen. So look, there's two things that Mickey just said, John. One, there are special pansy fertilizers you get at Pike and other nurseries around town. The pansy fertilizers are made to work in cold soil. Number two, it has Osmocote is the name of a product that has their different color labels, and the pink label is the one you want to look for because the pink label is the one that has the right kind of fertilizer for pansies in it. And, John, you're a smart guy to think about fertilizing because I think the normal run of things is to just plant the, plant the pansies and not think about fertilizing much for the rest of the season, but they will really, really respond to being fertilized. Good. I noticed the airport was using some type of fertilizer, I didn't know yeah. what it was, but they seem to grow very well. What they do what there is they put liquid fertilizer mm -hmm. on them, and they have some slow release uh, of the osmocote, pink label osmocote. They dig into the soil as well. And so the airport uses a liquid fertilizer that's made for pansies, and then they put the osmocote too. And uh, number two question about uh, some hollow hooks from one of our local stores. Yeah. They didn't bloom, and two of them died, but the others are living, but I didn't get a bloom this past year. They are going to bloom Biennials. next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are Biennials. called biennial plants, and two years is what it takes. Many of them will take two years before they bloom. But they probably, I don't think Mickey hollyhocks don't get uh, frozen by the winter unless it gets really It kind of knocks them down yeah. a little bit, but then they come back up. The first year they come up from seed, and then the second year they bloom, and they set seed again. And so then they die after the second year, but you'll have, you'll have new ones every year once you plant yeah, them. Yeah, so don't give up on them, John. They're going to bloom. Don't over-mulch them. Yeah, don't put mulch all over the top and let them rot, but let them be exposed to cold weather, and you'll have blooms this coming year. Beautiful. Okay. 
All right. John, so it's great, great talking to you. Thank you, sir, for calling. 404-872-0750 is your number to get in John's slot there. We got Andy next in Stockbridge. Hey, Andy, good morning. Welcome to Lawn and Garden. Andy Rue. Good morning. How you doing? Hey, Andy. Morning. I'm great. How can we help? Uh, I'm thinking about doing some palm trees in front of my house. It's a 1909 farmhouse. And I was looking for varieties that are short and tall. <laughs> At the same time, it's going to be time. tough. Well, I like to plant little and then to let the big ones grow and the little ones stay little. Well, there's only two palms that we can windmills. reliably say are going to be cold tolerant. One is okay. windmill palm. Windmill. Yeah, windmill palm, and that's the taller one. Mm -hmm. And then needle palm is mm -hmm. the shorter one. And, Mickey, I think of the needle palm as being sort of a bush rather than a tree. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think so, too. You could even use um, something like um, yuccas or something yeah. like that. That's kind of the same look. You could do that if you wanted something really short. Yeah, but the windmill palm, windmill palm is it is, for it's you. It's beautiful. In Henry County, Andy, windmill palm is yes. the one that's cold tolerant, doesn't get frozen. You don't have to worry about heating it. I see people wrapping Christmas yeah, tree lights around to, yeah. the trunk of their palm trees to keep them alive. You don't have to do that with windmill palm. It is absolutely cold hearty here. Is it uh, not too late to plant this season? I'd wait till spring. Yeah, I think we I need warm soil. Spring. They are slow okay. to establish a root system, and the spring is a much better time when the soil's warmed up a little bit. Maybe in late April, early May would be a great time to go looking around for windmill palms. Pike says right. them. We always have them in summertime. Yeah. And, Walter, I've been listening to you since your first day. Andy, I cannot <laughs> believe it. That. How many uh, years I, ago I, was that, Andy? It's been mm -hmm. a long time. I remember Miss Henderson, you know. Oh, man, that was before, <laughs> when Kathy was here before me. That's a long time, Andy. How about Don yes, Hastings? Do you and remember Don him? Don Hastings was before that. Do and you Don Sr. was before yeah. that. I, I only remember Miss Anderson. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Kathy is <laughs> a wonderful sure person. I appreciate you, Walter. Thank you, Andy. We'll see you soon. Thank you all. Bye. 404-872. You know the number, 80750. Let's go to Watson in Union City, Georgia. Hey, Watson, good morning. Good morning, Walter, and thanks for taking my call. Watson, I have uh, a question for you. Before you start with your question, I've got a question for you. Okay. You, you live there in Union City, and I went to Thanksgiving with my family this uh, past Thursday, and my cousin John was there, and John okay. had gotten that history of Union City, and he saw all the pictures in there of the Dixie Lake, uh, uh, what do you call it, park or racetrack or whatever it was back there. Are you old enough that you... Used to go there? Did you? Yeah, did you go there when you were younger? Uh, no, uh, I think uh, Union City has been home for me since uh, September of 1955 when I uh, I got out of the Navy. Uh huh. And so the racetrack was burned down, or what happened when well, you got there? Oh, it was gone. Uh, I, I didn't even know. Uh, you couldn't even tell what it was. Well, I, a friend of mine, Wilson Colley, showed me what was that. Yeah. What, what it was going to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the pictures in the history of Union City show this big pool and people having a great oh. time and old, old cars running around and had the right. racetrack. And, uh, forgive me for listeners who don't give a rip about Union City, <laughs> but because that's where my mother is from and that's where Watson is from, yeah. we have to talk a little family and history and things yes, like sir, that. Did you, know, did you know that, uh, that uh, Union City was supposed to have been in Las Vegas? 
I did not know that, and yeah. I'm, yes, I'm surprised. Well, she spent Las Vegas. Well, I'm sure they was trying to start it there at the Dixie Lake Racetrack <laughs> because they had a little right. casino or something, right. didn't they? Wow. How about that? Well, what's your question this morning, Watson? Okay, I got a, uh, a blueberry bush. Uh, it's about three, about three feet around, and uh, it's uh, all the leaves on it's done turned pretty, uh, pretty red. Sure. And what I want to do is, is split it about half up, and uh, is it is it time to uh, separate it and uh, start another one, or is it too early or too late? Never done that. I don't know. The sound never you hear is the wrinkled I've brow of myself and Ms. Gasway beside me. Blueberries, typically, you don't separate them. What happens more often than not is you get little sprouts mm -hmm. from the bottom, and little sprouts uh -huh. sometimes have roots on them, which you can separate off from the mother. That's not a problem. Right. But sometimes those sprouts come off the, of the main trunk of the plant and have no roots on them, and taking them apart with no roots means they'll just die, they'll dry up and die, they're not nothing to, to feed them. So truthfully, Watson, what your job is going to be to do is to get a trowel and dig around the base of your blueberry bush and see if any of the sprouts that are down at the bottom are truly rooted sprouts. And if they are, great, you can take a little knife or a clipper and clip them away from the mother plant with roots. Move to the new place, everybody's happy. If they have no roots, you cannot separate anything off. They're not going to live. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. That. Little little knowledge there straight from the <laughs> straight from the experiential heart, I guess we can call it. Oh, Ashley Frasca, do we have a Twitter question? I do. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Remember, you can tweet questions to me. Use Twitter by putting the hashtag AskWalter there if you have a Twitter account. What is it, Ashley? All right, so Kathy found us on Twitter and used the hashtag AskWalter. She asked a great question. Do I spread winterizer now on fescue and Bermuda with the drought? What do I do? Mm, good question. Winterizer, fertilizer, is mainly for preparing a lawn for winter, not put on the lawn mm -hmm. during winter. And we're going to call November now to be winter. Mm -hmm. And so for Bermuda and Zoysia and all the rest of them, the time to prepare for winter was back in September. <laughs> and so you don't put the fertilizer on in November. You put it on in early September, and it helps them a little bit to store nitrogen and get ready for wintertime and be ready to green up real fast in the spring. On the other hand, for fescue, yes, 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 fescue loves to be fed in the winter. And so if anyone listening right now has a fescue lawn and you have not fertilized it, if you can water it in, now would be a great time to do it. If the rain forecasts are accurate that come up on Monday or Tuesday of next week, yes, put the fertilizer down. If you can't water it in, I've advised folks earlier not to fertilize fescue if there's no chance of rain in the forecast because water is necessary. You have to dissolve. It has to get down to the soil where the roots are. And if you just spread it on top of the ground and don't water it in, then it really has no benefit to the fescue at all. But certainly, fescue lawns benefit from fertilizing in the wintertime. One time usually is September, once in November, once in February, maybe another time in the middle of April. And you can have a gorgeous green fescue lawn. So thank you for that question. And it's just a regular fertilizer. You don't need a winterizer. No, it could be regular. For the, just, just a turf. regular high nitrogen Turf fertilizer. Um, fertilizer. Sure. Thank you, Ashley. We'll think about that. But mm -hmm. let's go to this at 648. We'll be right back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. 
News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the lawn and garden advice you need. It's 6.54 at News Talk WSB. This is Walt. This is Lawn and Garden. Quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Today is going to be in the mid-60s. It's a little windy this afternoon. 10 to 15 mile per hour winds this afternoon. Overnight, the lows will be in the mid-30s. Right now, it's around 38 degrees at News Talk WSB. 38 degrees at the West Cobb Pike Nursery. So we're broadcasting live this morning. Mickey Gasway is here with me at an enthusiastic, well-fed, Chick-fil-A-fed, coffee-fueled audience who are here with me as well. Come by Pike Nursery and check out the trees, check out the uh, poinsettias, and bring your pictures and your bugs and whatever else you want to, uh, to talk about as well. We'll go to Hugh in uh, Jonesboro. Hugh, join us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Hugh. Okay, uh, I bought some yellow bulbs, and I thought, I bet the ground's not cold enough. So I put them in the, uh, the fruit section of the refrigerator. So you tell yeah. me what I should do. Should I put them out or not? Don't put, put them, them out. If you can find a way to dig a hole right now without using a, uh, I don't know, an earth mover, then uh, dig them. It is going to be cold. I'm pretty sure, I mean, right now, if it's 30, uh, 38 degrees as it is, that is plenty cold enough for the cold that the bulbs require for their vernalization, it's called, to prepare them for blooming next spring. And so, you need yes. to get them out of that drawer with yeah. the other fruit because that, that's tell, the ethylene gas. Mickey, tell them what happens when you put a bulb in with the fruit in a refrigerator. Well, it, you get I think it's ethylene that's gas. Right. I think that's what it is, and it causes them to... The apple, to, the to, smell of an yeah, apple, or the smell of a banana to, makes them malform. Yeah, 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 they look weird when they come up. up. So get them out of the refrigerator here. We want them in the ground. They're pretty, plenty cold enough outside to be taken care of. Okay, that takes care of it. Thank you, sir. All righty then. Thank you, Hugh. Right. Actually, we've got another Twitter question about bulbs. Yeah, to follow up on what Hugh was just asking, Brian tweeted at you, hashtag AskWalter, said yeah. he has put his tulip and daffodil bulbs in the ground. How much and for how long into the winter and fall do I need to make sure they're watered? Ooh, great question. Yeah. You know, they're forming their roots right now. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, the stage of what a bulb does. They go in dry, as we all know, when you plant your bulbs in the fall. And the roots start forming when the temperature in the soil is between, I think, 55 degrees and somewhere in the 30s. So they're forming their roots right now. There will be four more of them in the spring. So they need water to make roots. I mean, that is no doubt about that. So I guess the right answer, actually, is they need water appropriately to keep the soil moist but not soggy. Is that good Perfect. enough? Perfect. Thank you. That's close enough. That's the best I can do. And yes, Walter is watering his bulbs. Walter is watering his bulbs. I have some allium bulbs I planted back during the uh, early summer. I, grew, I dug some bulbs from my grandmother's daffodil beds and planted them in my house. And I uh, saved them over the summertime. Didn't plant them because I didn't get around to it. But I did plant them little, four weeks ago, I guess now. And I am watering my grandmother's bulbs about every, I guess, three days, four days, something like that. And so, it is 6.57 at News Talk WSB. We'll be back to more Lawn and Garden right after news.